That's right. <laughs> well, hello there, everybody. What's up? It's uh, Wes and Andy back for uh, Tuesday night random fandom for the week of uh, June 6th, 2023. Lots of going on this week. We are your hosts. Half the country's on fire. Yep. I'm burnt out from working outside all day. <laughs> did you wear a mask? I did not. Oh. Uh, I probably should have this morning. I noticed it when I went out this morning, but the, it did clear up as the, the day wore on. Well, that's good. Um, I know we're about to we're about to get it again. Another air quality advisor, which is weird for our part of the country, by the way. Mm. Um, wow, there's nobody. We could just sit here and wait till people start watching. Good. <laughs> we could just sit here and talk to ourselves. I'm like, hey, is it just you and me tonight? Maybe it Maybe. is. Maybe it is you and me tonight. Uh, it is you and I tonight because uh, Hank is uh, busy being an adult uh, yeah. uh, once again. It seems like uh, weeknights are proving to be very uh, <laughs> difficult for him. Uh, hola, hola, Facebook user. Hola, hola. hola. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, it is uh, Tuesday Night Random Fandom. This is the show where we like to uh, talk about the entertainment and pop culture news uh, articles and stories that caught our attention uh, over the last week and uh, share them with you guys. Hopefully you guys have brought some of your stuff that you want to talk about because we can't possibly cover everything that happens in the course of a week. We could try, but we'd fail, man. And there's just some stuff that just doesn't interest me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. I'm not going to cover everything because I don't like everything. <laughs> That's okay. That's what I count on you guys for. You bring me the stuff that I don't like and you talk to me and make me like it. That's, That's the thing that yeah. you're allowed to like what you like. That's right. Like what you like. Don't like what you like. Speaking of what do we like, we'd like to start off with another uh, random trivia question. What do you got, Andy? Now, if you've seen Stranger Things, no nope. latest season, this one yep. will be easy. Oh, okay. Who released the singles Running Up That Hill, Cloud Busting, and Army Dreamers? Well, I mean, if you'd admitted the first uh, song title, I'd have had no idea. <laughs> but only because... Uh, you had mentioned the first one. I do know the answer, but I'm not going to steal that uh, from our uh, audience. Maybe we can uh, wait a few seconds here before uh, we uh, give it away. But true audience. What do you guys think? Facebook user. You going to, do you have the answer? (laughs) You want to read it again? Sure. Who released the singles running up that hill, cloud busting and army dreamers. Hmm. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Who All it? right. It is Kate Bush. Kate Bush. Of course, it was Kate Bush. Crazy British lady. Yep. Is she still, uh, is Kate Bush still alive? I don't know, but she's still charting. Recharting. Yeah. 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 It's cool when stuff like that happens and you get a, you get a bump in the, uh, uh, uh the sorry. Catalog. Yeah. You get a, you get a bump and stuff like starts charting again that like, oh, or even better when uh, your your song gets used in a movie and it charts for the first time like decades later. Because <laughs> that's never happened before. Just hope that the artist is still alive to yeah. you know, yeah, get yeah. some of those. You accolades. know what? I wonder. Let me just double check here. I'm going to double check something here because I just want to. Let me go over here. I'm going to turn my volume down on my phone. I don't want to accidentally ruin it. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't want to do that. But I'm going to just double check here and see. Ha ha, I know who it is. So, random Facebook user. It's our friend Paul Marquez. Hey, Paul Marquez, who messaged me today. Sorry, Paul, I did not message you back. Yes, the world weather map did make it look like Canada was on uh, fire today. Yep. 
that being said, we are not uh, on fire where we are locally. It's all around us, though. Uh, Northern Ontario, the province we live in, has a number of wildfires. We just had big fires on the East Coast and, of course, fires on the West Coast and uh, the weather. Wind in the Northwest Territories. The wind patterns are uh, making it very <coughs> where we are. So outdoor work with a big caution, big, yep. big caution. Um Nice to have you along. Nice to have everybody along tonight, uh, wherever you may be in the world. If you are watch, uh, if you're watching us live, of course, we hope that you will be a part of the show. Join in with us on the live chat on whatever uh, platform that you might be watching on. Of course, you can always uh, hit us up on the WhatsApp, the custom WhatsApp link. You'll find it in the description of this video, uh, whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, and you can you can call us live and be part of the show. Um, and it is WhatsApp, so I mean, uh, I, I, do I have to say in 2023 that it's a it's totally free? I don't know. I don't know. Like this whole idea of calling anywhere in the world uh, for free still strikes me as being kind of it. it yeah, it still rings like. Uh give me your phone. I want to take a yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? You want my phone? You can't have my phone. Don't look at my phone. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So totally. If you want to, uh, if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to tell us what's on your mind, you can always call us up. We're here. Well, we're here till the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even tell you how long that's going to be. Yeah, we got a lot to go through. All right. Well, you want to, let's kick this one off. Uh, let me set this up here. Let's go over here. Do, 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 do. And bam, here we go. We're, we're on. Oh, what's going on in the world of the Little Mermaid? Well, apparently there is more backlash. Why? Uh, this time it is around the movie's makeup artist. Oh, I did hear something about this. So apparently the makeup artist for the Little Mermaid is fighting back against criticism because of Ursula's look. Multiple yep. members of the LGBTQ plus community. Okay. They've been speaking out against the design, citing that it appears to have taken inspiration from the famous drag queen divine. Now that's been, but, th but that's been admitted that that's true. Yeah. Here's the kicker. Yeah. That was the original influence. Yeah. For yeah. The yeah. For, the, for the original film. Yeah. So if the makeup artist was taking influence from the original, by definition, they're taking inspiration from divine. Yeah. So are they really, I, I can't see how this is upsetting people because it's still going back. I, I think this is, like this you can't ignore that the original animated version was there. Do you remember, <laughs> there's a punchline here. Do you remember the title of Chris Rock's most recent uh, uh, stand-up special, his Netflix special? Oh, it escapes me at the moment, but uh, forced, uh, forced something or other. Yes. Forced, uh, forced anger or is that not, I think does so. that look like this to you a little bit. Like, I mean, there's, there's other things people are mad about, about this movie and I, I don't get it. So if a, if, a, if an animated character, uh, which is admittedly based on, uh, on an LGBTQ plus community member yeah. uh, is okay. From, um, what are we at here now? Is it 40 20, years ago 20, that it was 23. So it was the nineties, 92. I think it was sure. So, sad to say 40 years ago if you were going to complain about melissa mccarthy's look and say that it's disrespectful to said member of the lgbtq plus community does that mean that the cisgendered straight animator that animated the original character was also disrespectful like i don't understand it I don't get it. I do not understand like it. Or do we make concessions for cartoon characters that we don't otherwise make for real people? Actually, uh, a lot of Disney films, like classic Disney animation now falls on a lot of people's most lists. 
Yeah. Like most defensive movies <laughs> it's like ever. Thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess like, they kind of uh, do. Song don't they? of the South is right up there. It's been banned. Uh, yeah. You can't play um, that anymore. Yeah. Dumbo is cited for its portrayal of the crows. Yeah. Uh, it, the uh, uh, the uh, racial stereotyping. And for sure. For sure. Else too, there because uh, the lead crow was named John Crow, I think. Oh. And that right, had something right, to do right, with right. real world implications as far as like rights and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But again, like these are. <laughs> We're talking about an adaptation of an animated of an animated film that was an adaptation of, of a story. A story. So where do you draw the line? Like, at what point do you kind of go? You got to stop this, folks. Like, yeah. we're we're now we're this is a case to me. This looks like a case of actively looking for something to be angry about, and I yeah. don't get it. That being said, I do want to go out and see the film because my wife still wants to see it because she loved the original. It's getting talked about for a lot of reasons. This is one of them. Um, And I want to know what the deal is. I want to know what people are talking about. I also want to know what's the deal with the with the uncanny valley animated uh, uh, fish uh, uh, supporting characters. Uh, A lot of people actually are saying that they are too realistic. Yeah. uh, uh, And they're not animated enough but i mean the, the argument was made when uh when they redid uh, the lion king yes and you know they leaned into that like we're gonna make the lions look like real lions yeah. did, did it work for you i still haven't seen it yet. Uh, it worked for me <laughs> i was okay with it does it did it capture the did it capture the essence of the original lion king not exactly was it a bad movie no i have seen the live action pinocchio though which one? Uh, the Tom Hanks. Yeah. So have you seen uh, Guillermo del not, Toro? I have not version. seen that okay, one yet, yeah. but I do want to watch it. Yeah. Uh, the Tom Hanks version, by the way, is, is pretty cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed that. It's good. It captured a bunch of the sparks of the original, right? So. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. Based on uh, uh, Drag Queen Divine. Yeah. Uh, the makeup artist denies any connection between the two of them, saying that he's silly because if he took inspiration from the animated. Yeah. By six degrees or whatever i'm gonna read the quote here from uh makeup artist uh um peter smith uh, peter king. smith king he says i find that very offensive why can't i do as good a job as a queer makeup artist that's ridiculous that's trying to claim it and that's fine if that's what they want to do but don't put people down because they're not what they want it to be i personally don't get it yes i'm very old now so that's fine i get that too you know, a makeup artist or makeup designer could design makeup. They don't have to have an attachment to the nature of what they're doing. Melissa McCarthy and I discussed everything. I mean, we both laughed about how much we love drag queens and drag makeup and stuff, but it wasn't based on any drag acts at all. Unless he just didn't know the history of it. And that's that may very well be true. But again, they had that conversation while she was presumably in the chair. Yeah. I would think that at some point you would have been made aware of that, that, oh, by the way, this character that you're working on is well, based, based on, on that. Uh, you wouldn't, I can't see that you would not look at the source material and go, okay. That yeah. being said, it's an, it's an adaptation. Yeah. It's not a so it recreation. It can be different. Right. I don't find, I don't see what, I feel like it's manufactured. I don't see the, the, the why you would be so upset about this. At the same time, is it not kind of flattering that, you know, that the look still lives on, even if it is a little bit different? Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. Imitation is the highest form of flattery, don't they say? Supposedly, yes. Yeah. All right. What do we want to do here now? Let's go to the next one. 
Oh, before we go to the next oh, one, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, other reasons are popping up that people are disliking the film. Oh, sure. Uh, apparently, the runtime is yeah, in the yeah. EU area of two hours and 15 minutes. So it's like a full hour more worth of content is, than the animated. Oh, is it that much different? Apparently, they've added four more songs. Oh, four. Okay, I knew there was one for sure. But I didn't they've know also that it was, yeah. gotten rid of two songs, I believe. Oh. One of them is uh, Les Poissons, where he's chasing... Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sebastian around the kitchen. Okay, yeah. Which is yeah. I I don't know why they got rid of that one. Yeah, I don't know either. Because that was a great song for the original. Sure, sure. But another thing people are are upset about is the writer, uh, the writer who's got uh, his big name in credits. Sorry, because, the, the the screenwriter for the film for the 2023 version. Okay, because they're not giving enough credit to the writers of the animated version. Is their name in the credits buried like, deep in the back based on the little mermaid written by da, 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 da. it should be, but apparently it's buried like way in the back. So you don't even know. Okay. A, a, a good chunk they say is straight lifted from the animated like beat man. Uh, yeah. But I mean, this is, a, this is Disney riffing on their own stuff. Yeah. So do they really have, I mean, it's there. I mean, buried or not, it's there. As I mean, long as it's there. Right. Yeah. I mean, how many people, cast, crew, folks that work on films, you know, will stay to the bitter end? Like, I was on the third unit. I was the assistant to the assistant to the assistant of the whatever. Yeah. It's not like this is a Marvel movie where you're right. going to stay for a post credit or whatever. But... I mean, let's let's be real. Watching a movie in 2023, uh, a spectacle movie like this, yeah. you know that when you get to the list of animators, like... It's going to be long sometimes they break it down and the columns they're like like four five six columns wide and it's like yep. okay where's my name and all of it? it's there yeah you remember uh, that one again. episode of the simpsons though where bart's or helped on the crusty show okay and yeah he had to like pause it and he's like look there's my name yeah 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 again manufactured uh yeah. um sort of uh, uh or upset offensive yeah i guess so that's the way i see it anyway and the other one apparently this one is in relation to the animation and whatnot. Yeah. Is the King Triton scene. Okay. You know, in the original, how like there's bands of fish and all the creatures of the sea are coming out to this big conch shell. Sure. Like, like when, uh, when they wheel out Simba and everybody shows up. Yeah. Like, yeah, a, like a grandiose thing. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently in this, he's just got like this little coral throne on the dirt. Okay. It's like, okay. Hey, you're King of the sea. And this is your throne room. Uh, maybe he's a maybe he's a low uh, low key king. <laughs> There's cutbacks in 2023. <laughs> he's, he's the low, sell off the conch shell. The low key king. Uh, guys, have you seen the Little Mermaid yet? Do you know what what uh, what What's this uh, manufactured outrage is about? Do you guys have an opinion on this? Weigh in on the comments. Let us know what you think. Yeah, because uh, we haven't seen it yet, and uh, we want to know what is going on. All right. That being said, let's move on to the next one and we'll just follow along with the comments as they roll in mm -hmm. next one. All right. Now you may think Ooh. you've seen this photo before, however, but <laughs> new twist, <laughs> new twist. This is the best look we've had yet. Um, seems like we've talked about the flash, uh, every week now. Um, well, well, it's a big one. It is, uh, for several weeks now. Uh, once again, we're talking about the flash again. Uh, specifically we're talking about Batman, uh, previously, we saw in uh, some of the earlier marketing in one of the trailers, we saw the uh, Batman. I don't want to say the Hall of Armor, but I don't know how else to say it. It's a Hall Batman's of Armor. Batman's Hall of Armor, um, a la Ar Iron Man. Batman's closet. This time, we are getting th th what I would say is the clearest look. This this comes from 
uh, the folks over at Hot Toys, uh, and these are uh, one-sixth scale uh, bat suits. Whether or not uh, some or all of these go into production has yet to be uh, to be announced. However, they have shown all of these off. Uh-huh. And if they are going, uh, get your wallets ready. <laughs> um i'm quite surprised though looking at the image because i don't remember seeing the giant mechanical wings in the uh trailer that we saw maybe they were edited out uh maybe i think that it looks very cool i like that we've got the uh we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. the the keaton version of the the night right up the nightmare suit uh we do have the the main hero suit uh that keaton's gonna wear plus uh 89 batman and 92 batman in the back of course blue cowl batman everybody i think everybody's excited about that one um and then we have the this is a more of a comic based uh gray more of a yeah i see that as uh more of a batman ink almost i was gonna say year one batman if it was keaton yeah with the the, the elbow pads and the gloves but anyway best look we've had at the bat suits guys do you have plans to go see the flash when it comes out in like what uh, a week and a bit week and a bit yeah let us know in the comments also do you have a favorite bat suit i want to know what your favorite bat suit is um it's not the iron man suit (laughs) no it's definitely not that one yeah that one with the weird it looks like it's meant for underwater with the the hoses but that could just be a breath mask and at the same time it could also be a a rip on the uh the nightfall version i never even thought about it took over right oh yeah that's so but you again, might be onto something. Who knows about the entire 89 Batman history yet? Uh, well, that's just an exciting part of the film that I think we're going to have to wait and see. Like, is it on the nose that the, the Keaton Batman that we get in the flash, is it the, is it the same universe from or 89? Is, has Barry traveled or, into a multiverse? Yeah, it's back. well, I mean, yeah, for sure. It's a multiversal thing, but yeah. I'm curious to know if we are landing like smack dab in, in, uh, in the, the Burton universe. universe. Yeah. 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 Weird. Uh, yeah, hot toys tweeted that out this week. Yeah, they sure did. And, uh, man, it looks good. I originally thought when I first saw this come up, I thought it was just another shot of like, Oh, they've given the us a clearer thing? shot of that, that scene from the trailer. No, 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 they've given <laughs> no. you a clear shot of what's going to destroy your wallet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh sean's here hey sean welcome to the show tonight uh sean says i uh, can't wait to see the uh the flash movie it does look so i good. am so on board with this movie um all of ezra miller's stuff aside which i'm not even sure how to feel about yet um, yeah. i do have a lot of faith in this movie yeah. and i do think it's going to be good i think it's going to be great um with andy Bushetti at the hell middle you know who said that uh yeah he was very supportive of uh said that he brought it every day uh sorry that uh, they brought it every day and they were uh, totally committed to the process and to the film so good and the fact that ezra miller is committed to uh, uh seeking help doesn't necessarily absolve him of the things that he's done but you know yeah. uh, people can change yes you know? they can um do we do we give them more or less leeway because they are in the public eye that we would say somebody who lives, you know, three doors down from us, you know? Yeah. It's hard to, uh, to put that, to, to weigh them on the same level, but you know, regarding what they did, you know, most people should get a second chance. I'm all for second chances. If I wouldn't be here today, if I didn't have second chances. So yes, I agree with you all about second chances. Um, 
Wow. This next one, this one's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know that this was a thing until I saw this. I know. We're going to dip into the world of music uh, for a little while. Don't worry. We, we're we coming back to toys because there's some pretty lots exciting, of lots week, of exciting toy news uh, to talk about uh, this week. But we're going to dip into music for a minute. Uh, are you a Billy Joel fan? I like the occasional Billy Joel song. I like the piano man myself. Mm-hmm. Now, I have not been a diehard uh, Billy Joel fan my whole life. I certainly uh, uh, with the ebb and flow of, of uh, rock radio and top 40 radio. And certainly uh, he affected your childhood. If you watched, uh, what was that one Disney movie? Um, oh, it escapes me, but the song is, why should I worry? Was it? Oh no, I was going to say big, but that's not right. No. Ah, there we go. We, <laughs> uh, I presume that stole Paul. We, we didn't start the fire. Absolutely. Now, did you know that Billy Joel uh, has had a 10-year uh, residency at Madison Square Garden in New I York City? I did not know that. I did not know that either. However, it has come to light. Madison Square Garden, along with uh, Billy Joel, have announced uh, last Thursday that uh, he will be uh, ending his record-breaking residency uh, in July uh, of this year. Now, the residency has, like I said before, has been running for uh, 10 years uh, something in the realm of 150 concerts that, uh, translates into 1.6 million tickets. So you've had multiple chances to see him. Yeah. Um, there's an announcement here from, uh, New York city mayor, Eric Adams, who says, uh, quote, there's only one thing that's more New York than Billy Joel. And that's a Billy Joel concert at uh, Madison square garden for more than 50 years. Billy's music has defined our city and brought us together. On behalf of 8.5 million New Yorkers, congratulations, Billy, on a historic run of sold-out shows at Madison Square Garden, and thank you for a lifetime of bringing joy to us all. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie was Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. Wow, that's really going back. Yeah. Uh, never saw it. Never got a chance to see Billy Joel uh, uh, live. No, um, me neither. I've I have uh, strange feelings about him as a as a human being. Uh, having seen some of some rock documentary stuff. Um, was he hanging with Ozzy and eating pigeons? Some say that he's hard to work with, hmm. um, that he up had fired uh, pretty much most of his band with no forewarning, just oh. you're done. Uh, and that was sort of the end of it. So um, strange, uh, certainly a strange uh, circumstances or strange occurrences. Cannot deny the man's music no. uh, and how influential it's been. Again, we didn't start the fire. I, I quite like that. Uh, it's been covered by uh, many, many artists, including Garth Brooks, by the way, uh, who did a rockin' cover of um, You May Be Right, which I think is uh, actually probably one of my favorite Billy Joel covers of all time. Nice. Do you have a, a favorite Billy Joel song? Yeah, it's probably that uh, Why Should I Worry. Why Should I Worry. Okay, cool. All right, well, um <laughs> We're coming back to toys, and let me just tell you, if you are uh, a fan of uh, G.I. Joe Classified series, man, you guys are having a time. time What a time to be a G.I. Joe fan right now. Um, Over the last week, uh, and again, we do this show weekly every every Tuesday night. Um, It's cool when you get like one cool piece of news from one of the big toy companies, Mm -hmm. but when you get like four or five in such a short period of time, it makes you go, what the heck's going on? 
All right, let's start with this one here. Oh, I need that one. So you're you're the bat fan here. I am a bat fan. Um, are you going to add this new Arctic bat I to your collection? I absolutely add this to my collection. He will go nicely next to the Crimson and uh, Viper. So we've got, is it uh, the Python Patrol yep. and the, the regular bat? So this is what, our third? Fourth. Thir- fourth. This is our fourth bat or battle android. Oh, man. Um, if that wasn't enough for you, if that wasn't enough, what about this one? This one came out uh, within what I think the following day, maybe even the same so, yeah. day. Same day we got this news: uh, Cobra Televiper and the Flight Pod in the Classified series. For those That's of you what? who don't collect uh, GI Joe Classified series, this is a six-inch uh, GI Joe line that started what uh, a couple years? I think. I think it's like year four now. Probably in there. What do you think of this one? I'm tempted by this one. This one brings back memories of playing with the toys. I went and looked this up and I, I put these images beside a vintage photo and it's pretty darn close. Yeah. I'm quite impressed to, to say the least that it, that like how that's the thing. I don't, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because this is uh, this news as cool as it is, has, has really stirred something in me. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the next one. Cause I actually think that that one is uh, that's nothing compared to what yeah, I want to talk about one. next. Um, Hasbro just launched the latest, uh, HasLab project for, uh, for GI Joe classified, by the way, the last one for GI Joe classified was the, uh, his tank. Now that was fully funded. I think they broke all the tiers. Hasn't shipped yet, but what's really interesting about this thing is that, uh, the, the GI Joe dragonfly now operation dragonfly as it's called here, just launched yesterday, yesterday at 11 a.m. Um, it's fully funded already. It's funded. Yeah. It's now funded. In about, what is it? 41 about, days left to go for stretch. Yeah, 41 days left in the campaign, fully funded in about 26 hours. Yeah. Um, if you've been following has, if you follow Hasbro pulse on Facebook, you would see the marketing for this thing has been awesome. just on fire. And that's both a great thing. So if you're a GI Joe fan, I mean, you would really, really appreciate this. And that's the thing that I kind of, I don't want to take away from the, the dragonfly, but I do want to talk about that. We've said many times on this show, why is it that they can do this kind of stuff with GI Joe and they won't do it with other lines? Yeah. The few times that, you know, bring it to retail. Okay. Well, we've proven that retail, that retail is not really working with these larger, uh, larger size projects. The, uh, the, the big giant tie fighter from the black series. It yeah. didn't really work. Um, the snow speeder, it's a cool piece. Didn't really work. You know, the, the, the beasts have done okay. Mm. And like the little vehicles, like the speeder bike and stuff have done. Okay. Well, the Rancor did do well on the, on the last has Rancor did not make it, did Which not get forged it. Yeah. It got totally torched this thing funded in 26 hours. Yeah. A, a pure a fire. Did you see the marketing for this the on the lead up? It? So wait, before I get to that. Okay. What they did, uh, the GI Joe team on their social media accounts is they started posting these bulletins and they were like insider bulletins as if uh, Firefly, the saboteur or Zartan had infiltrated GI Joe and were working on a secret project to combat the hiss Hmm. as if you were a member of Cobra reading it and you'd get these like little dossier. Uh, updates i did not see those. yeah and they did this for days at a, like days on end hmm. 
then they started doing it the other way and they started releasing other ones as if it were they were briefings from hawk like from general hawk <laughs> like you know we've got to do something against the yeah. you know the threat of the, these cobra tanks the high speed high speed sentry i think is what his stands for yeah something like that and that was just driving the fan community the fan community was chiming in like oh is it gonna be and dragonfly was high on the list a lot of people were thinking oh dragonfly because they specifically were talking anti-armor mm -hmm. well what else anti-armor other than another tank yeah sure enough it's the dragonfly and the the chef's kiss the piece de resistance was uh, a full produced commercial using footage from the from the show with a voice actor playing the role of General Hawk making a call to all G.I. Joes to uh, order the Dragonfly so that they could secure 10,000 units to fight Cobra. Yeah. Like nostalgia is big and nostalgia. I mean, big for uh, in the fan uh, communities. Nostalgia is big. And so is this chopper yeah at 30 what 34 inches, inches yeah long, yeah yeah steve's here tonight steve tirio hi steve uh steve says cool looking chopper totally agree based on the uh the huey uh uh sorry huey cobra the huey cobra but it's not it's not a cobra it's the dragonfly yeah it's the gi joe version uh yeah so 34 inches long comes with a variety of rocket pods missiles and um, as well as a uh a light up um um uh, Sorry, just double checking here. Okay, that's not uh, aimed at the show. Multiple light up interior, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. instrument uh, panels, instrument panels, uh, LED uh, light up uh, yeah. panels. Yeah. That being said, uh, I said uh, it was fully funded in what uh, twenty six hours. Just launched at eleven a.m. Eastern. Now we are broadcasting in the Eastern time zone. Launched yesterday morning at eleven. Um, I checked just before we went live tonight. I double checked to see where we were at at uh, 5 10 eastern so uh, just so, an hour before we were at uh, 10,562 yeah <laughs> what now they are including stuff at the base level uh so at the base level you're going to get uh let's see do we have oh we don't have There's well you can see the you can see right? there the yeah the unpainted prototype they are including a wild bill figure yep. with a removable uh, uh cowboy hat i think that's cool they're also uh i think they're throwing in a, a night force uh oh my god ripcord yes ripcord. ripcord yeah and then yeah. two as yet to be named bonus goals uh any thoughts on who they might uh i don't know but if we're going for like sky people are I'm, we gonna uh, stick with the airborne theme yeah maybe yeah. maybe crazy legs which i'm really hoping not because oh. i want him Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I can't buy this. Right. Well, you we could. That's the thing. I mean, living in Canada, these things are very prohibitive uh, for us. Now, what is this? Two. I think it's two hundred and seventy-five U.S. dollars. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to be completely honest. I love GI Joe. I do not collect this line, and the reason I don't collect this line is. When classified series launched, it was all over the place. Yeah. They were trying to tie it into uh, that awful video game that they had just released. Um, and so the, the, the first wave or, or two sort of had this uh, uh, Fortnite uh, mm. aesthetic to them. And they really, they really struggled. They really tripped on it. Um, so much so. And the, the distribution was so awful at the time yeah. that I'm like, I, I can't be bothered. I was so upset. I've never, 
I've never like turned my back on a toy line once I started collecting it. And I did, I bought half a dozen, I bought like the first wave of classified and I'm like, no, I'm done. I've never done that before in my life. I've never turned my back on a toy line and said, no, had they have gotten their stuff together sooner. And by the way, classified series, they really did turn it around. They, they, they got further away from the nerf gun Mm -hmm. thing that they were doing which by the way from a company the company perspective absolutely this is the right thing to do they own nerf outright it only made sense let's just scale the nerf blasters down to a six inch action figure scale and we'll call them you know their gi joe blasters yeah the synergy is there i totally get it but the 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 line is clearly aimed at a real american hero collectors now that's that's guys like us in our like in our (laughs) late 40s and we have vivid like memories of the accessories that came with specific figures a real american hero uh, a lot of those accessories definitely were were inspired by real world uh and certainly that's true of the whole lot well most of the the line up until like the crazy like 88 and later (laughs) i would say but remember uh gi joe real american hero was originally sort of uh uh uh, their take on uh, vietnam right yeah so once they sorted that out and the, the weapons and accessories started to look a little bit more real, real world and more evocative of a real American hero, they really kind of got things sorted out. And now, you know, there, it's not that hard to track them down. No, they're getting but a- no, I can't, I'm not reversing course. That being said, if they had done it sooner and I had stayed with the line, I'd have bought this hands down. No questions asked. I'd be yeah, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in. <sighs> anybody out there going to back this thing? Anybody? Anybody Has watching? Anybody out there already? Has anybody it? already limit five per customer? By the way, anybody got the bones for five of them at two hundred and seventy-five mm. U.S. dollars? Never mind uh, shipping and duty at the border. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's an expensive buy. But I'm telling you, I totally get why this would be yeah. resonant with a collector because this is the kind of stuff and. Again, this is the kind of stuff that commercial thing. Um, why are the other teams at Hasbro not, not like they over. should be studying what the GI Joe guys are doing? Yeah. Um, this guys, th- yeah, this, this is what you guys should be doing. You should be paying attention to that. You should be making commercials, whatever, go and get, pay the money Hasbro, go to Lucasfilm get the footage that you need, start making your own commercials and start treating the fans like they're part of that world and get them immersed in it. Just like the GI Joe guys are doing. And man, you could crowdfund like really cool stuff, like uh, vehicles mm-hmm. were 10 years. I said this to you the other day, yeah. uh, with this kind of spurred into a, a secondary conversation about what's going on at Hasbro. I'm going to take this out of here right now for a second. Cause my gosh, we're uh, before I get too like, ah, <laughs> Uh, sorry the indiana jones i'm gonna segue for a second the yep. indiana jones adventure series just launched uh what uh, a month ago or Roughly, so yeah. wave one is out and wave two is already greenlit you can't tell me that indiana jones has the legs of say mm, i don't know star wars and right off the bat wave one and wave two both have a build us something or build, collect uh, all the collect figures an artifact and build the, yeah collect an artifact so wave one if you bought the entire wave of, of adventure series you get the ark of the covenant 
Yep. And I think wave two, we talked about you this. You get uh, the, uh, the, 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 the stone, the Shankara stones. Plus their the, little, uh, yeah. Skull like display. Right. There's no way that the depth and variety in Indiana Jones can even begin to compete with star Wars. The black series, the six inch collector line. We are now in, we get this. We are now in year 10. We are 10 years into a, an adult uh, oriented collector line, which by the way is unfathomed. I can't think of an, can you think of another toy line that's run continuously for 10 well, transformers, but Marvel legends, Marvel legends. Why? Are we not doing this across all of the brands? They should be. Like, it's a no-brainer. Uh, I agree. Anyway, that's Wes's rant this week. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I'm hanging up here. My head, my phones are are hooking me up on here on the corner of the table. Oh. Uh, okay, Dragonfly. Man, it's beautiful. I quite, quite. It is very quite, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the campaign closes. Oh, here we go. $274.99 US uh, for uh, folks over in the UK. It's going to be uh, $289.99 pound sterling or uh, $349.99 for the European Union. Now that, oh my God, that's. Uh, it gets worse oh. if you go to Hong Kong. What are we doing here? Hong Kong. $1,749.99. Oh, yeah, but that's a Hong Kong dollars, yeah. which is like translatable. But yeah, it's kind of it like looks worse though. Uh, like pesos and stuff, right? Steve says, love the indie movies. Me too. And adventure series coming out right now on the lead up to uh Dial of Destiny. Not an error. Like it's a calculated move. Yep. Got a new movie coming out. Now's the time. The iron is hot. Yeah, Strike launch it. launch a toy line. And there's a uh a brief glimpse on Disney Plus right now, a little three minute clip. I have not watched that. I have watched it and yeah. it's not bad. Now, why did I do that out of order? I did that out of order. I That's know. too bad. Okay, well, I'm going to put this back up. Um, are you a Transformer fan? I, I like the odd Transformer. Are you a Jurassic Park fan? Yes, I is. Well, uh, you may recall that Transformers uh, for the last couple of years have been doing these uh, crossover. crossover figures. The Ecto-1. Sure. Ecto-1 uh, came out. Blackbird. Ecto-1, they did an Optimus Prime in Ghostbuster yeah. uh, colors. Um, I've got the uh, the Maverick uh, back there. Actually, there's the Ecto just sort of above my head with Maverick standing beside him, the F-14. Um, we've had a Jurassic Park one before, which was just a repaint. By the way, if you're going to do repaints, this is a very clever one. Um, it's Beast Wars Megatron, who just happens to be a T-Rex. Hmm. So they've repainted Megatron to look like uh, uh, this uh, uh, T-Rex from Indiana, uh, sorry, Indiana Jones, from Jurassic Park. And they used the, the Ford Explorer to be the robot. Well, they're doing it again. This time it's uh, Dilophicon, uh, the Decepticon dinosaur. That's the uh, the Dilophosaurus, the one that spit on yeah. uh, Dennis Nedry yeah. and um, Dodson in uh, yes. the most. Uh, well, three of them actually got yeah. in. Uh, and of course, our Autobot this time around is uh, Autobot JP12. That's the Jeep that I, that Alan Grant and everybody. Uh, fl- I think they. Uh, that's the one that they used to get away, isn't it? Uh, no, JP12 is the one that Nedry stole. Oh, right, down the right. Banquet, that's right? right. Of course it makes sense. Now, I love the little detail that this one includes. The, uh, the Barbasol, Barbasol can. can with a Transformer logo on Funny it. Funny that it's got the, the Autobot logo on it and not. So clearly they didn't get the license to, to use Barbasol. Yeah. But um, 
I like Transformers a lot. And again, like I said, I've got a couple of these crossover figures. I will probably not get this one. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't go and get this one. If you're a Jurassic Park fan and a Transformer fan, this is a match made in heaven. Yeah. You know, as the biggest Star Wars nut as I am, I never bought into the uh, Star Wars crossover Transformers. It just wasn't a thing for me. No, my question is, are they selling this as a two pack? Yeah, this is this is a set. Um, I I would be more inclined just to get the Jeep. Me too. I'm thinking, God, that's a great mold. And because it's a Jeep, I'm like, oh, so it's going to be a a variation of uh, Hound. Mm. We just got Hound in the uh, Transformer um, in the last main line. uh, And then they redid him again. So that was what? Kingdom? Uh, Whatever the one was before that. The one that supported the Netflix show. I wonder if this is a remold, retooling of that figure. But then I look at sort of the placement of the front wheels in robot mode. And I'm like, that might be a new might be new tooling but or like heavily heavily modified tooling mm-hmm. again though that's exactly what i expect a jeep character to look like and of course it's informed yeah. it's just informed by those other that other character yeah so yeah oh i totally there we go that's better <laughs> i do love the uh the photo the photography marketing here recreating looks good. the scene looks good, yeah. right out of the movie i like the jeep's chances better than nedry's though uh, there's a good chance that the uh, acid thing is well, mind you, it's a Decepticon, so maybe it's a Decepticon acid, Energon acid. Or <laughs> Steve says lots of detail. It's pretty cool. I agree, it's very cool. All right, uh, I'm going to circle back around. I, I put this one out of order, but this one yeah, came. This isn't a new figure, but this is a new. Uh, this is an interesting an upgrade, one. Upgrade, if uh, you will. Yeah, and this is like, and it's not an expensive upgrade. No, no, no going to swing back to gi joe here for a second uh specifically the bat this came out of one of the toy groups uh yeah. last week so this wasn't really news news this was That's like neat. i saw this and i immediately thought of you because you've bought into yeah the other things. line yeah so um dollar tree uh-huh. the dollar tree uh uh chain of stores carries this uh action figure line called final faction we've actually thought about doing, doing some episode. final yeah, faction stuff might, yeah 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 Lo and behold, this accessory pack of uh, cyber arms, cyber arms just conveniently happens to work with the classified series bat. No modification necessary right no. out of the package. Yep. So uh, if you own the classified series bat and you you've got a little upgrade, you've got a Dollar Tree near you, head out and uh, get yourself one of these and uh, extra accessories for what a, a buck 25 a buck 25 <laughs> i think that's awesome you know, i actually do have that pack at home is, is and, this your pack that you uh, no that is not i just grabbed yeah. that off fly, stock but, uh, stock image but i did open it and it fits flawlessly isn't that something eh? yeah I guess there are certain things in the action figure world where you know certain size like ball and and uh, socket joints maybe yeah. have some Mind you, you'd think with Hasbro that they'd use a standard size. Yeah. What do you mean you want to put that head on this body? <laughs> no, we're going to make the ball joint bigger. Yep. Yeah, but I thought that was cool. Um, what a way to get more mileage out of your toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Remember back when you were kids, it didn't matter what line they came from. You were mixing them up anyway. Uh, I agree. E-Man I can agree. fight G.I. Joe. He-Man going to win every time. He's like an ancient an Optimus Prime enters and, you know, free for all <laughs> stomps on everybody. <laughs> uh, all right. Sticking with toys a little bit more here. Um, I don't think that this is really going to surprise anybody. No. 
uh, McFarland Toys, uh, happy to announce that they have renewed their master toy license uh, with uh, DC for the production of uh, action figures. So uh, I don't know how, what's, did we get a time frame on this? I believe it is extending to 2025. Oh, yeah, through to 2025. So uh, since 2019, McFarland has partnered with Warner Brothers Discovery Global Consumer Products to bring iconic and fan favorite characters to life. So we're going to keep getting more Batman figures. Well, I mean, you, we all know what uh, Toddy Mac said. I could sell Batman any day of the week. Yep, he said that. Don't say anything about Wonder Woman anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm going to be honest, I've said this before, but we're here now, uh, the comic based, uh, likenesses have been pretty good, mm-hmm. but if you watch the show what, last week, the week before, then you would know that I have yeah. strong, I have strong feelings about the uh, unmasked Michael Keaton, the unmasked Kiefer Sutherland, <laughs> <laughs> you know, figures that are based on real people from McFarlane, uh, at least in the DC multiverse line have been God awful. Uh, the, the princess bride line has been not bad. Okay. I like my Andre the Giant. Okay. Yeah. I would say that they have been consistently better than what's coming in, out of the, the DC multiverse line, but there you go. Uh, McFarland toys continuing their relationship with uh, Warner, uh, Warner, Warner brothers and the DC yeah. multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow, this is uh, I guess this is old news now. Yeah, this, this was, news. This was uh, over the weekend, yeah. Uh, the, uh, across the spider verse, I hope anybody see across the spider verse yet. Let us know because we're going to talk here. Um, I thought it was cool. They just before the movie dropped, they announced uh, Andy Samberg to be voicing uh, Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, yeah, pretty interesting in that. And uh, Amanda Stenberg, uh, a spider bite, so uh, not a character that I'm familiar with new one i think i did not see the movie uh yet now hank has seen the movie we actually told <laughs> we told him on sunday dude show up on tuesday because that's your time to talk about spider-verse and spoil it for all of us yep but uh godspeed hank solo <laughs> and we will just remain ignorant <laughs> yep. i'm sure at some point i'll go see this yeah yeah Getting yeah good reviews um Second part of a three-parter, uh, for sure. All the reviews have pointed that. Um, early reviews that I've seen and read say that um, it's the you know it is the middle act of a three-act play, or it's the it's the middle sibling of a three-sibling family. So you're not you're not the oldest, and you're not the baby. You're the weird one in the middle, and that's kind of what they're calling this. That's my no. Uh, that's my spoiler-free review. It's the weird one in the middle. There you go. They said it looks good. Not as good as the first one, but clearly setting something up for a triumphant third act. So hmm. I got I have to go see it because I did see the first one. So so there is more Spider-Man news though that I did not oh. get a chance to cover here. Do you want to talk about it now? Might as well. Sure. Apparently they have confirmed, or at least the producers have confirmed they are yeah. going to go ahead with a fourth Tom Holland. Oh, flight. I did hear that. I I did. So hear that. he's making history as the first uh, Spider-Man, first Spider-Man to go four movies. Four movies. I'm excited. I mean. That. Technically, Toby McGuire did it, but he didn't lead his fourth. Oh, oh, that's true. But well, no, you're right because that was Tom Holland's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So him to a show in four. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's also uh, apparently the Haley Steinfeld uh, Gwen Stacy character, or Spider Gwen, spinning out of this film, has been greenlit for her own solo flick. 
Is she not already uh, um, uh, the next Hawkeye? Yeah, she can be two things. <laughs> I guess. Multiverse. It's just like Captain America was the human torch. Whoa. <laughs> uh, oh, hold on to that because we're coming back to that. Yeah. Uh, where do you go? Oh, I guess with the next one. The next uh, one is an uncomfortable one. This is uncomfortable. If you've been, yeah, if you've been following, I guess let me lead with um netflix earlier this year has done a revival of that 70s show yeah, called that, that 90s. 90s show which uh centers around uh the daughter of uh, eric and donna uh, leah foreman she comes to spend the summer at red and kitty's house and of course all the you know comedic hilarity ensues yeah a lot of the same uh, jokes and tropes that made the 70s show uh, funny kind of pop up in and it's a cable show right so it's like yeah. a 10 episode thing should have been longer in my opinion yeah everybody from the original show made an appearance except save one except this fellow right here uh danny masterson well danny masterson uh if you've been following has been uh, basically he got fired from the ranch his other netflix show that he was uh, doing with uh, ashton kutcher yep. over uh, allegations of uh sexual assault and uh in his first trial it was uh declared a mistrial yeah so um the retrial has just happened and he has been convicted on uh, two out of three, two, two counts of forcible rape. Uh, the judge could not reach a verdict on the third rape uh, charge deadlocking with a vote of eight, four in favor of conviction. Eight four uh, should have won it though. You would think, but I don't know. Now, uh, that means that Danny Masterson now faces a potential prison sentence of uh, 30 years to life um, on those two charges. And uh, yeah, that's some like, wow, wow. Um, these are in the general population. There's going to be a new reason they call him Hyde. <laughs> Change the Y to an I. There you go. Uh, Sean says, uh, I'm shocked on this one. Yeah. Uh, I am too. Um, should I be though? No, I, I don't think so. I, Is I anything mean, really shocking after Bill Cosby? Well, like if America's what, yeah. dad can be capable of that crap. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But he's out now. Well, he's going to die soon anyway. Well, yeah. He wants to tour again. Apparently who would go see him? I don't know. I, is there the, uh, is it the train wreck thing? Like you can't look away. So do you do it and not tell anybody like, Oh, I go see the cause. Mm. I, do, I don't know. I feel dirty going to see the cause. Now. It brings up a lot of the, the Masterson case though, brings up a lot of, a, a lot of questions yeah. uh, and a lot of commentary around the church of Scientology, because at the time of the assaults, Danny and his victims were all members of the church. Now they say that the church uh, uh, had approached the women and said, do not tell and do not go to law enforcement. Uh, now they have since left the church. Danny, of course, is still a, a card carrying member. That sounds like sound advice from a safe church, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. But uh, one of the victims, and I don't, I don't think that the, they haven't named them. They've just been uh, Jane Doe, uh, Jane Doe two and Jane Doe yeah, all for three privacy basically have come out and said, you know, this sends a message to the church as much as it sends a message to uh, Danny Masterson uh, directly as it should. And it's not a license to do whatever the hell you want. No, but that's the thing, right? We look at how many, how many Hollywood powerful people belong 
to the church of Scientology and yeah. how we've heard these sort of like rumblings in and around uh, what's going on in there. And of course you've got a, you've got the tweet yeah. here from Leah Remini. Yeah. Um, she's saying it's not just about a Hollywood, a Hollywood celebrity. It's about what a multi-billion dollar cult does to cover up horrifying sex crimes. And was she not a member of the I church? She left? was a member. She's like, point. she's like a whistleblower on, yeah. on them. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Danny Masterson is going, is going to get some time. The question is how much, um, uh, and will he get, you know, good, you know, time off for good behavior and all that stuff and early parole. Cause yeah, he's hopefully gonna be, karma fine. He'll be a model, you know, prisoner of course, cause you know, not a violent offender. No, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. All right. Oh, this next one, this was one that I wasn't aware of. You brought this one to buy. Yeah, this one just kind of weirded me out a bit. Um, meta, the, uh, the parent, parent company, company of for, Facebook, of Facebook and Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are currently running tests blocking news content on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, now this is this is affecting. Is this Canada only? Yeah, so far it isn't is, that weird? Uh, affecting and not all Canadians either. Uh, apparently, it'll f- affect uh, one to five percent. One, one to five of our twenty-four million users. <laughs> but uh, what the official line is. Is there is a bill coming out of Ottawa that will uh, bill force, uh, bill C eighteen the yeah. online news act yeah which will force Facebook and Instagram to uh, pay for content that is piggybacking off of other news outlets pay actual news outlets for repurposing and their reusing their content yeah what an interesting that's kind of an interesting thing. So does that mean like our show is going to get blocked on Facebook because well, we're not official news. We're not. But again, here we are like breaking news. Like we're doing exactly what this is actually stopping. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we see the news in the week we report on it. I mean, I didn't write any of the stuff that we're talking about. That being said, I'm also not quoting it word for word. No, but Facebook is saying that if this bill does pass, they might just go out of their way and ban all of it. Interesting. Which is kind of weird because you know it's now once you're censoring the news, I want you to I want you to put on your conspiracy theory hat and tell me why they're really doing it. Yeah, it seems kind of weird that they're doing it just as the world's starting to burn. Yeah, isn't that something? Isn't that weird? Yeah. But again. I wondered if it was like a way to limit, like the the extreme, the extreme stream like news like rebel media here in Canada and like whether it's extreme left or extreme right from repurposing. And that sort of puts a bit of a cap on those people. Now, maybe I'm not understanding this correctly and how it's working, but I wondered if it was sort of to, to limit, to limit speech. (laughs) It could be. And, you know, limiting speech and access to information is like one step away from a bad deal. Well, we all know we all have sort of ideas of where that can lead to. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Okay. General Mal. Yep. Gotcha. Um, okay. Let's go back to something fun and happy. Yes. Uh, this is exciting news. Now this is, uh, this is another one of those ones where it seems like every day they just, they're giving us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was more that came out today. The latest, uh, uh, empire magazine yeah, empire. We've talked about it. Empire magazine has been a treasure trove. Of, the, of uh, resources and helmets. <laughs> yeah. We get another one. This time it's the Ahsoka covers uh, for both the uh, newsstand and the subscriber exclusive covers. 
man. It's Rosario uh, Dawson. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. We've got uh, uh, a lot of uh, World Between Worlds sort of references going on in those covers. Mm. Now, it doesn't end there. Oh, by the way, we've got a nice clear view uh, of her new longer uh, head tails, which mm-hmm. is that's cool. But it doesn't end there because um, she's silhouetted by uh, Thrawn there on the exclusive. It is. Yeah. Good pickup, by the way. They've been doling out uh, little bits of information, little bits of stuff because they got access to some exclusive images. Yeah, as they always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely, this one here, which now we've seen different angles of of this scene before. We've talked about this scene before on the show, but the first trailer is out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Natasha Lou Bordizzo, who plays a Sabine Wren, uh, for the most part, we've seen her with long, uh, longer hair. Mm-hmm that suggests that this sequence could very well be might be a flashback might be a flashback now i have i've sort of gone out and said i think that this is part of the epilogue from star wars rebels Mm -hmm. hank has come back and said i don't think it is because she's wearing gray robes and in the in the uh, end of rebels she shows up with a staff and she's wearing white robes Mm. is this a re imagining of the epilogue maybe or is this a flashback to before they all split up maybe i don't know uh but i'm certainly excited to uh i'm excited to watch this one yeah i'm all in for this series <laughs> that being said if you're not up to speed on what's going on in the world of ahsoka tano you can get caught up by uh, going to disney plus the uh, under the star wars tap there is an essential ahsoka playlist now we are covering on sunday nights we are covering uh on our road to ahsoka we are covering those episodes in our uh, deep dive style uh, and examining sort of the uh, evolution of Ahsoka Tano as a character. So uh, do tune in for those on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. Now we're not done with, uh, with Ahsoka. No, the we, uh, empire keeps on giving uh, as it were. It's the gift that keeps on giving this one uh, dropped yesterday. Now, some of my favorite villains in star Wars have been uh, inquisitors all the way back to uh, the role-playing game from West end games in the nineties. And this is another one that begs the question about where are we in the timeline? We get yet another inquisitor. And this one kind of looks like snake eyes. Well, you saw that picture too. I saw that too. <laughs> they, they, they side, they split screen them. With snake, eyes. snake eyes fell to the dark side. It happens. There's some talk that this may be the fifth brother come back for revenge. Now that's an inquisitor that we see. You know, in Star Wars, if there's no body, then they're not dead. Right. So in the battle, uh, in the, 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 sorry, the Inquisitors had showed up. Uh, it's in an underground temple, I should say. The, the fifth, uh, the fifth brother, basically, uh, his lightsaber gets damaged. So when he helicopters away on his lightsaber, he just sputters out in his, and falls. Well, we've seen people fall in Star Wars before and, and they survive. They survive. And they get cut in half. And they get new legs. So that is one possible theory that that may be this Inquisitor come back for some revenge. Yeah. That also begs the question, what time does this take place? We've said that there's a reason why there are no Inquisitors by the time you get to the original trilogy. Yeah. So does that put this sequence prior to pre, yeah, pre-original trilogy or is this someone come back looking for revenge? And it just took them that long to get there. Well, we've said it before, and I will say it again. The other leading theory is that this might be Barris Offie. 
I mean, it fits the description in the sense that somebody who's come back for revenge, uh, why would they stick around? Uh, and we've had subtle hints to Barris. Uh, in the Mandalorian multiple times uh, in Grogu's flashbacks mm-hmm. uh, standing outside her quarters. So uh, did Barris Offie uh, survive the, the, the purge at the Jedi temple when uh, Darth, allegiance? Well, that's what I mean. When Vader goes in and opens up the door, uh, is she there doing the, yes, my master maybe considered that the inquisitors are all personally trained by uh, uh, Darth Vader. Now that makes her a great foil for Ahsoka to have two two students from Anakin mm-hmm. facing off two sides of the same coin, sort of uh, uh, metaphorically speaking. It just works, man. Um, man, Ahsoka's coming up when I just I keep forgetting the date. It's August, August 30, 31st, somewhere in there, the end of August. Ahsoka Tano live action coming in August. We're going to be there. We're going to be covering it. Um, and I'm sure uh, throughout the, the coming days, there'll be more uh, more details getting dropped. So, yeah. But we'll be here to cover all that. Yep. Uh, I'm going to switch the gears Back for a second. I'm going to go to music here for a second. This one, uh, this one, this is one of those ones where you ever have a band that you, you discovered and you don't remember where you first heard them, but when you heard them, you felt like, oh, this is my band. Like you, you coveted it like it was your own. And when you, when you like introduce them to your friend, you're like, ah, yeah, I'm going to check these guys. It's my band, right? Yeah. That band, one of those bands for me, uh, are, uh, uh, I guess, what do you call them? They're from, uh, they're rock. They are a rock band. They're like a, a mixture of, uh, of like metal rockabilly fifties rock. Um, and <laughs> that's a really weird fusion, but anyway, the band I'm talking about, it's uh, Volbeat. And for the last, uh, 10 years, uh, they've had a lead, their lead guitarist was, uh, Rob Caggiano, formerly of, uh, Anthrax. Well, yesterday on the band's uh, social media, they, uh, announced that, uh, after 10 incredible years, we must sadly announce that, uh, Volbeat and Rob Caggiano have parted ways during our time together we've traveled the world sharing great experiences and released four albums that we are immensely proud of and we wouldn't change a moment of it we wish our brother rob all the best with everything he does in the future and we know it's going to be great so um the band is already booked several dates for 2023 mm-hmm. and uh, replacing rob uh, at least on stage is going to be uh fleming c lund uh, of the arcane order. Oh, Steve uh, says, uh, my buddy Kutch listens to them. Yeah. I discovered them, uh, back in like 2010 and I was already what three albums behind when I figured out who they were. Uh, and then I went out and voraciously consumed everything that they ever made. And I, to this date have bought everything they've done. I've seen them. Nice. I've seen them live once already. Nice. Would love to see them again. Well, you'll still get a chance. I just yeah. the same lineup. But there's this weird thing. Um, the, the music that they made. Now, the band is fronted by a guy by the name of uh, Michael Polson, who originally uh, played in a death metal band. So when you hear Volbeat and you, you think that they're coming out of death metal, it's, it's a hard, like, you, what? Hmm. It makes me wonder the direction they're going to go musically, because when Rob joined the band, it became, there was a very distinct sound and, and people have, I've heard the complaint, oh, all their albums sound the same. And there is a period there where there is a very similar, but that's the thing, right? Like 
you know when you put on say like an early metallica record yeah that's metallica you just know it you put on acdc yeah there's a whole industry because of bands that play three chord rock you know what yeah. i mean so i mean i've heard people criticize the band saying it's the rob show um i've never felt that way um i love these guys i wish them well i hope that they all go on to do great things but man yeah sad day for volbeat fans if you're a, a fan of volbeat with uh, rob caggiano yeah, more of a bittersweet it's not like he's dead no no that's true could be worse it could be way worse um now can we segue that into you know uh, who it was worse for at one time at least in a movie yeah <laughs> of course i'm talking about uh what sam quint yep yeah <laughs> poor guy <laughs> he had a bad day it was worse for him he did have a bad day he lost his boat and he got his legs chewed off <laughs> and now they're going to immortalize that in lego yep <laughs> so this one's coming out of the lego ideas team and i guess they uh they go through a whole list of yeah that's the that's that are, the fan like, submitted yeah. stuff yeah and this one was top of the list so uh apparently it's been green lit and at some point it will it will appear, appear in an, on an official lego set yeah what's cool about the lego ideas thing is that they're voted on like you can vote on them you can go to the lego ideas uh page and you can vote on these things i would have voted on this if i'd have known it was a voter these are all fan created there's been some really good ones oh there was one oh there was another one that came up i can't think of it off the top of my head um these are all made by fans using exist pre-existing lego parts i don't and i mean so maybe the minifigures might have some some custom stuff going yeah, on but still but uh there there is a criteria about um about how what you can and cannot submit and it, the basically the rule is has to use actual lego parts yeah so i mean there you go i believe that's yeah it looks yeah. like bruce i mean the only thing not lego there is this little string uh string work for the uh rigging but i mean that string has come with lego before of course so. it has and the pirate sets and stuff oh, absolutely uh steve wants a wants us to remember smile you son of a bitch <laughs> I never say bitch though Oh no! Right, because he gets wow, the shot off. Son of a bang! He gets the shot off first. Right, yep. that's right. That's right. I forgot it's all, all about wholesome that. and stuff. You know, yeah, for I'm. Uh, I, I would love to be a Lego person, but I mean, it's pro. It's become prohibitively expensive it to collect. Has. But even if this is like you know, hundred dollar set, I would still. Would you go in on? I it? would really heavily consider this one at a hundred dollars. Yeah, I would bet that that's a hundred and fifty just right off the hop. I would bet that I would not open the box. <laughs> You'd buy it, but you wouldn't build it? No. Really? At a hundred bucks, would you open it? I don't know. So wait, wait. Is there a dollar value that makes it something you would open versus something you wouldn't? Probably. Really? Yeah. We'll have to do another episode on that one. Well, there's the uh the Mega Blocks Castle Gray Skull. Oh, sure. If I could get a hold of one of those, I probably wouldn't open it. You would not open it. No. I just, you know, I actually considered going in on the mega, uh, ma master stuff, but then I'm like, I'm already an action figure collector and I have masterverse, right? I've got, uh, I've got classics. the, yeah, arguably the best castle Grayskull ever made. Like, do yeah. I need another interpretation of that? Of Man, that's what happens when you collect and you get old. You're like, do I need to have everything? <laughs> the knee jerk answer is yes. Yes, I do. But the reality of it the, is the wallet says, maybe know. not i don't know <laughs> um jaws widely considered to be the first summer blockbuster of all time yes 
st- uh, like staunchly in the uh, horror genre. Yes. Uh, and that's going to take us up to our next story. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. sorry. We're going to we're we're one, one we're stop. Skip, before did I skip ahead? You skipped a little bit. Okay. So okay. it's not horror. It's horror adjacent. Yes. Horror adjacent. Horror comedy. By the way, um, if you've been, uh, if you are a resident uh, of New York City or you have uh, been visiting New York in this last week, you may have seen some may have familiar. spotted a familiar uh, car rolling around town. Yeah. Uh, the Ecto 1 has been spotted uh, roaming around New York City this week as filming Cruising for, down Fifth uh, Avenue. The new Ghostbusters film, Ghostbusters Firehouse. Firehouse. Now, it's uncertain if that's a working title or if that is the actual title of the film. Well, you never know until the actual poster hits. And even then you might not know. Well, yeah, exactly. What's interesting about this is that filming has also begun in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. There is a full mock-up of the firehouse in London. Cook and ladder 88. What's that? Cook and ladder 88. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So are, are they using parts of London to you know, proxy New York city. Maybe. Uh, is there a, a time trial? Cause London is a much older looking city True. than New York city. I, I'm curious to know how they're going to do it. Will I be able to pick out any of that? I don't know. Yeah. All right. As long as it's ghostbusters, I like it. Okay. From horror adjacent to, uh, actual horror. Yeah. This one was, uh, you brought this one out. Yeah. Apparently he's finally gone out and said, you know, enough is enough. Like officially, 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 officially. I thought that we'd gotten an announcement from him quite a while ago. There's a, there's a documentary with him in a makeup chair Hmm. getting interviewed while they're putting Freddie makeup on him. Maybe it was like a, for a, like a podcast or something. Maybe. But anyway, Robert Ungland, 75 and officially done with Freddie. Uh, He's quoted as saying, I'm too old and thick to play Freddy now. I just can't do the fight scenes for more than one take anymore. I've got a bad neck and a bad back and arthritis in my right wrist. Yeah. So I have to hang it up, but I would love to do a cameo. I still think of uh, Robert England as the the nerdy alien from V. Uh, Yeah, V. Like when the visitors show up and he's sort of sympathizing with the humans. Mm. Uh, He'll always be Freddy. Um, Did you see the, uh, the remake? I did see it. And, I, and how did that stack up for you? I like, uh, what's his name? Rorschach. Oh yeah. Um, Jackie, oh, Jackie, uh, Earl Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah. I like him. I liked him in Watchmen. I didn't think it was a right role for him. Interesting. But I, you know, measuring against such a huge personality yeah, that Robert yeah. Unglund brought out. Yeah. It, he just didn't have the, uh, the charisma for it. Right. Right. He came off way more rapey than, <laughs> I mean, yes, the original character is a rapist. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 a yeah. Villain, and by movie six, you kind of forget that. So that is a accurate descriptor when you say rapey. Yeah. Like he was raping and murdering children and yeah. burning them yeah, in the yeah. furnace. I think of the, the nightmare series, like I saw two and two was the scariest thing I had ever seen at that time. And it, and I think it really set the tone for me and part of why I don't do well with horror movies, because that one was just like, yeah, uh-uh, uh-uh. One, one, two and three was like flat out horror. Was three dream warriors. I believe so. That's where they and started. Then getting... Four was, uh, the dream child dream child. Yeah. Five was, uh, Freddie's revenge. I think. Yeah. 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 Six was, Freddy's dead. The final nightmare. 
And then and then seven was Wes Craven's New Nightmare. That's right. That's the one with Jackie Earl Haley. No. Oh, that's not. That was still. Oh, was it Robert. still him? Oh, yep. okay, okay. Uh, then uh, we got Freddy versus Jason. I did watch that. And then I we got did the watch reboot. that one. Right. Right. And it's been what? It's been uh, 20, 20 years. 20 since, years uh, since that film. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, of course. What do you think? Is, I mean, mind you, you got, you got guys like Harrison Ford that just are still going back yeah, to Indy. So. Back. Well, Harrison Ford's also doing another movie this year uh, other than uh, uh, Indiana Jones. True. Maybe you've seen, uh, we've talked about it before on the show, but in case you didn't know, Harrison Ford has actually taken over uh, as uh, General Thaddeus Ross in the uh, new Captain America movie, which, by the way, has, has gotten a new title. Wow. Um, previously titled a Captain America New World Order, the film, as you can see in this uh, tweet from Anthony Mackey, by the way, the logo on the chair has uh, changed. Has changed. It is now uh, called uh, Brave New World. Brave New World. Yeah. What do you make of that? Well, New World Order. At at this point in time, do we really need more NWO is Illuminati that, stuff? Is, well, given what the, the there's there is that sort of conspiracy theory about this, you know uh cashless society and and sort of like uni- uh global government and yeah i don't know where i am on that but i mean do you think that marvel and disney made a consideration for that absolutely you do you think that they made a consideration for that segment of the population i think so because wow. we don't need more negative right now there is enough actual negative going on or is it the reverse marvel doesn't need the negative connotivity they don't need the connotation that's attached to it to, to be on their movie. True. Because we all know they already run the world. Ooh, Marvel and Disney. Disney runs Disney. the entertainment world. <laughs> the mouse owns all. Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing that came out of this tweet, which is cool is uh, we get a look at another captain America suit, which looks to be somewhat more reminiscent of uh, Steve Rogers mm-hmm. uh, stealth suit. Yeah um very cool uh i saw a close-up of this uh image earlier today where somebody had zoomed in on the monitor and uh did it you look, have, did it looks you like look his that? old white and blue suit isn't possibly it? or maybe the suit that he's wearing but it also looks like he may be injured in that hmm. and uh one of the comments i saw was like oh yeah he's dying <laughs> anyway that's coming out uh later this year mm-hmm. and should uh, be good Man, it's my, uh, it's the one that I'm like, fingers crossed. This has got to be good because it will be the Captain America movies by far, by and large have been some of my favorite MCU movies. Winter soldier is still, you know, it might still be, I flip back and forth. It's in my top 1% of favorite Marvel movies. Like, uh, it's just that good. Yeah. (sighs) We shall see how this one does though. Yep. Uh wow, this one. Oh, this next one's yours as well. Yeah. I should have kept those two together. That's all. And we bounced around. We're going back to horror for a second here. Now. A here we go. Here we go. So oh, I should uh, probably uh probably let everybody know here. We are coming up here uh with just a couple uh, of items left. So if uh if you've got something you want to talk about, now's your time to do it. Drop your stuff in the comments or hit us up on the, the WhatsApp link and give us a call so we can talk about uh your random fandom for this week mm-hmm. and uh andy this one uh, is over so to you we have it on good authority that season three of chucky is currently filming in toronto among other locations 
Woo! Uh, Hollywood fan, North. Yeah, so fans of the franchise can rest easy knowing that we are going to get another go around with everyone's favorite killer doll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good approximation or not. Not bad. Um, I don't know if I need this. I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate I what it is. Definitely need this based on the ending of season two. Okay, it was a fair. cliffhanger and wrap it up. If you're gonna leave it like that, no, no, give us one more at least. Um, not to take anything away from Chucky, but uh, we now know uh, talking about filming in Toronto. Um, you've got Star Trek filming there. Yeah. Schwarzenegger, his new uh, Netflix series on Fubar, okay, also filmed in Toronto. So when nice. Schwarzenegger was found, was spotted riding a bike around the city last summer. <laughs> now you know why. Well, there you go, shooting Fubar. But yeah, <laughs> Chucky season three. Yeah. <sighs> Well, it's that time again in the show where we reach the, uh, our, our uh, regular feature here. Now, this is a uh, courtesy of Andy, who is out there in the aisles every week. Uh, oh, we're getting a call. Oh. It's hold on a second now. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Hello, Paul Marquez. <laughs> Let me try that again. Hello, Paul Marquez. You're live on Phantom Power. How's it going, fellas? <laughs> Not too it's bad. good. It's good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's working. I can hear both of you this time. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened the last time, but uh, we have fixed our technical issues, and uh, everything says we're running okay. Well, you know, technical. It, it, that's showbiz, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing ever runs the way you want it to, and when it's and when it's live, like you're like, okay, it's live. I don't know. You just roll with it. Yep. Paul, what do you want to talk about tonight? Well, you guys have missed the most important thing this last week that's come out. What besides? I have not touched it. That Canada's on fire. <laughs> well, not that part, but man, I woke up this morning looking at the news, and I was like, "What the heck is going on over there?" <laughs> but it, it reminds me a lot. You guys must always hear about California on fire, right? Uh, yes, yes, a lot, yeah, all the time. <laughs> okay, so it's it's bad, but it's not like the whole state is on fire, right? You know? Right. Not in that way. I mean, it's a dumpster fire for sure, but <laughs> the most important news of the week, and we have missed it. Do tell what what is that? Street Fighter Six came out. Oh, really? Street Fighter Six. Now, is it a, is it is it exclusive? It is not. It is across all platforms. Okay, so... which I was I was really happy about because the last one was a PS4 exclusive. So. Uh, and it's 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 different <laughs> it's getting it's taking some getting used to compared to the last street fighter game which i did not play but visually speaking is it different visually is it different control wise like is it a mixture of the two what's so different about it it's a mixture of the two so visually it's beautiful okay oh, fantastic yeah now, unlike any other Street Fighter game, there's a world tour mode. Oh, really? Where it's an it's an open world, and you run around, and all of a sudden, you just start fighting people. So it's a lot like Los Angeles. <laughs> That's cool. Nice. <laughs> and uh, there's a new modern control option, where rather than having to input the uh, the moves, now you just press a direction and a button hmm. uh that sounds more like they, like a batman arkham style game a little bit yeah yeah some, yeah yeah something to that effect yes 
Um, now, the good thing, the way they've balanced it is if you go that route, sure, you can't really pull off the more intricate moves. Right. But still, it does. If you can get the hang of it, it's it's a lot easier. Interesting. Funny. Uh, Paul, did you watch the show last week? Uh, I did. I, I think I caught the end of the show last week. We did. We weren't talking Street Fighter, but last week we did mention the com- uh, uh, competition franchise. We were talking about the new Mortal Kombat that's coming out here. Now, are you a Mortal Kombat fan, or I guess I should say Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter? Mm. Which camp are you in? Okay, Street Fighter all the way. So, however, what, yeah, okay, <laughs> I am a, a Mortal Kombat player. um (laughs) i was excited last week because uh, it was revealed that uh you know mortal kombat all the way back to what 19 oh my god we're going back to the what late 80s early 90s uh right right the the character of johnny cage uh based on uh actor jean-claude van damme specifically his appearance in kick uh sorry in uh blood sport has been revealed that Jean-Claude Van Damme is going to be a playable skin in the new Mortal Kombat game. Okay. Okay. So what's that thing that kids are saying? Take my money. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> because yeah, I mean, when, when the last uh, call of duty had Rambo and, and John McClane as a yeah. playable characters. Yeah. Uh, like I, couldn't buy that fast my fingers hit too many buttons too fast trying to buy it ended up with three copies that's funny (laughs) right right as street now has street fighter i I originally because you did call talk about street fighter i don't want to co-op that on you has street fighter played with that over the years have they tried dropping in like like bonus characters that maybe are like based in the real world no no not not that i can recall the only thing I remember is when the Street Fighter movie came out with Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, right. There was that really funky game that had them look like Jean Claude Van Damme, but it played <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's a hard one to watch, which, especially when he when he pulls ma- off his which uh, matched with the movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme pulling off the flash kick. I did I did not buy it. <laughs> yeah, but I like Raul Julia well, in that movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he was good. <laughs> It had it had its little pluses, you know. But yeah. I, re- I remember taking my son, and he was like, "Dad, um, how come they had Guile? You know, had him play Guile the All American, and I could barely understand him." And I'm right, like, yeah, well, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> And you'll remember also, uh, Fennec Shan played Chun Li. That's right, she you did. Know? That is true. So uh, Zach Jacobs uh, chiming in here in the live chat says, uh, Mortal Kombat fan since uh, 1992. I got them all on many systems, many full collector's editions. Street Fighter is still good, though. Oh, very cool. Um, you oh. know, the, the one the one that didn't make it that I really surprised me was Street Fighter uh, versus Tekken, mm, where they oh, actually right, had right. A, a crossover of both. Yeah. And it it had a tag team so you could play with your buddy online that's cool and as you were getting beat up you could tag him in yeah yeah or or, or pull off a combo save where you launch the guy in the air right <laughs> save me <laughs> and with the tekken characters converted over to street fighter moves 
it was a really neat game, but yeah. all the purists on either side didn't really care for it. No, okay, that's fair. I've seen a lot of the uh, the the ones that that I think of. I think of the Street Fighter versus Marvel. I've seen a couple of those, and those those look interesting to me. But then I I step up to the machine, to the arcade machine. I thump my quarter in or whatever, and I'm like, there's just too many buttons, and I don't know what to do. Remember the six buttons? Three, well, three kicks, I do. Punches. I do. Yeah, it was never that simple. But if you left, right, left, right, B A B A, start whatever. You know, and, you know, push the heavy kick and the light punch and roll back three quarter of a turn on the joystick, shove it for what I could never figure any of that stuff out. Never. I still remember the World Combat cheat sheet. <laughs> yeah, right, right. The fatalities that yeah. you were, yep. you were yeah, yeah. cool. if You could pull off if the fatalities. <sighs> finish him <laughs> uh, cool street fighter 6 uh came out when did you say it came out paul today i think i believe it no 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 oh, it came out this enough. week fair enough so it was would have been it was on the weekend or maybe do they do video games on fridays i honestly have, I have no idea when game they do it watches really it's only when was june 2nd that's when it came oh, out so it was, it was last week so it was after our last yeah. show June 2nd, yes. June 2nd. Let me just pull up the calendar here. That was last Friday. Uh, last Friday, yeah. So they must have done a Friday release. Yeah. Very cool. Now, I wonder if those uh, Street Fighter figures have any tie The Jada figures. Yeah. We talked about yeah, I wonder that. if yeah. that's good timing for the game, right? Uh, possibly. Maybe that's what they're uh, what they're tying into. The I just saw online the Jada uh, Street Fighter Chun-Li, who comes with the most amazing... I'm not one for like accessories, especially for like the effects. Yeah. Effects like blast effects or spell effects, but this Chun Lee action figure comes with uh, uh, an accessory that clips onto her foot to make it look like she's pulling off her, uh, what is it? Signature kick move. Uh, hurricane kick or whatever it's called. The, the light, lightning kick, her lightning kick. And it looks pretty awesome. That, okay. Again, take my money. Where, where, where's this at? <laughs> Uh, also, uh, could do you think it also could be? Isn't there a a Street Fighter and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover comic coming out? Uh, I know there's action figures. There's definitely already. action figures. We've seen those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not sure about so the comic book. I can see it happening though. It wouldn't surprise me if they yeah. do. Yeah. Man, uh, anything else? Anything, yeah. anything else you want to talk about, Paul? Uh, let's see. Did you guys get a chance to? To see the UFO footage I was talking to you guys oh, about last time? I did not look at it yet. I did. You did, Andy. What do you think? Uh, I'm on the fence about it. Okay. Fair enough. Right? It, it's, it's weird. It's definitely weird. But you have the Marines saying like, wow, you know, what is that? What is that? Like yeah, the people yeah. on base saying what it is or asking what it is. And I mean, that close to a military base, you would like to think that everybody would know what's going on mm -hmm. yeah 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 i don't know i mean I, they have just, like guns and stuff no you know <laughs> like, as two like country bumpkins who grew up in canada and i was saying i said i don't know if i said it on our show but i was I definitely andy and i were talking earlier about like you know if there's anything that i can get behind it's it's aliens and ufos but then i just think back to like 
knowing like in the United States, the amount of money that is spent on military hardware and how many secret projects have been in the air that don't get declassified for decades. And like now we can look back and, and we can debunk a bunch of the, the UFO sightings from the early eighties as things like the F-117 Nighthawk and the B-2 Spirit Bomber, right? Like, is that just... Yes, yes, you're you're absolutely right. Okay, I think Norton Air Force Base is over by where I live, okay? Sure, sure. And I swear, I swear I saw, the, you know, back when I was a kid, the one of them damn planes fly over the house. Yeah. And I tried to tell everyone, like, yeah, I saw that. And, they and were nobody like, yeah, believed right. it. Yeah, of course. And nobody uh, believed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so. Uh, uh, and then one last thing, you guys. Yeah, of course. You, you were since we're on the topic of aliens, yeah. mm-hmm. and you were talking about Robert. Is it is it England or in- England? Robert Robert uh, Robert England. Yeah, yeah. That scene in V when she has when he impregnates the girl and he, right. she has the baby. <laughs> that was so disturbing as a kid to me. That was even scarier than Nightmare on Elm Street for me. <laughs> Robert England, Nightmare Fuel, and whatever universe you're watching. In there. there you go. <laughs> okay. So for a split second, when my daughter was born, I'm kind of peeking back, like, uh, what's about to happen here? <laughs> How many uh, how many uh, hamsters do I need to have her on hand? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, that's right. <laughs> so that's awesome. So we can't forget how those things uh, affect us as kids. Uh, you know, Wes, you know, Mage, uh, Major. Yes, of course. My, yeah. The other half, the, the other fifty percent of uh, Reflex Point, a Robotech podcast. <laughs> And he has been emotionally scarred by Large Marge from Pee Wee Herman. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Tell him Large Marge sent you. Because <laughs> when Very he cool. was a kid, that, that part came on and he ran out of the room. <laughs> we were like, oh, somebody better go check on him. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Nice. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for having me on. Well, listen, Paul, Great totally, I totally appreciate uh, the phone call. Thanks for uh, talking to us tonight about uh, Street Fighter Six, Guys, don't forget, uh, you can hear Paul uh, on Reflex Point, a Robotech podcast. Uh, all episodes are streaming now on uh, on Spotify, as well as all the other places where you get your audio podcasts. Um, we've done some joint stuff. Uh, uh, you can see on the fandom power channel as well as the uh, reflex point, uh, YouTube channel where we did some, uh, Robotech related, uh, role-playing game stuff. It's a lot of fun. If you want to go and check that out, if you want to go really back, you can go to the uh, fantasy cast. Oh my gosh. When we did our fantasy cast with the live action Robotech movie that I am convinced is never going to happen. <laughs> right, right. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. You guys have a good night. All Thanks right? so much, Paul. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So um, that was uh, Paul Marquez, everybody, from uh, uh, Reflex Point, a Robotech podcast. Always a pleasure to talk to uh, to Paul. And, of course, totally want to talk to you guys. So uh, you're always welcome to uh, call us up on Tuesday nights and have your say about what's going on in the pop culture and entertainment world. But where were we? We were just about to talk about uh, that segment of the show. Where uh, Andy, you're out there in the aisles every week. You are yeah, uh, now and again fighting for all <laughs> of us <laughs> with the latest uh, toy collecting tip from Dollarama. Mm-hmm. Dollarama, by the way, uh, I'm, I'm sorry anybody who's listening outside of Canada. This does not apply to you, but 
Yeah, but if you're lucky enough to be near a Dollarama in Canada. Yeah, what's uh, up this, this week? This week you can find uh, Spidey and his amazing friends two packs. Uh, they're retailing for, well, selling for $5 at Dollarama. Yeah. Uh, but they regularly retail from anywhere between $22 and $32. Oh, wow. And they do that's have... A, that's uh, a huge difference. It is. Like, for, you know, you're wanting to get a kid, like a kid-friendly yeah, toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're not worried about, like, you know, if he breaks it or whatever. Yep. It's not a bad deal. No, I mean, if you're you're a Spider-Man collector, there's multiple packs, different characters. I see Spidey and Amazing Friends, and I'm like, uh, Firestar and Iceman? What? Where? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they've been replaced by Spider-Gwen and Miles, so. Damn you. Yeah. Uh, But the other one popping up this week, they've they've had a lot of these over the last while is Funko Pops. Yeah, I've noticed that. uh, They used to be four. Now they're at $5. And regularly retailing from fourteen ninety nine to eighteen ninety nine. Well, uh, this week in particular, you can go out and find members of the South Park boy band. <laughs> boy band Kenny and boy band Kyle seem to be uh, well. Boy band Kyle seems to be prevalent at this location. Yeah, but they all four members are out there. I have seen in the group. Oh wow! Uh, so if you wanted to assemble your own uh, finger bang group now's your chance <laughs> this uh the holiday mantis now i'm still seeing these holiday marvel ones uh, i'm seeing them at still at regular retail so i mean apparently holiday uh drax is also out there is he okay well i mean these are that's a great deal if you're a pop vinyl collector if you're a pop vinyl customizer yeah you I can't mean, go this wrong. is a gold mine for you guys yeah well that's your weekly uh toy hunting tip at uh, dollarama courtesy of uh, andy <laughs> and i see you snuck one I more thing in there because wow. uh, we got something coming up here on the merch site i was surprised at that making a plug for us yeah <laughs> so from june 7th to 11th and 22nd to 25th okay uh, all the fandom power merch will be on sale for up to 35 percent off I didn't get a notification on that. I I got the notification. You did. Okay. I'm like, I didn't see that. So you've been holding out to get your merch. If you've been waiting to to get some of these awesome pop culture, pop culture inspired t-shirts, that's a perfect time to do so. Of course, uh, it's tpublic.com. So, I mean, all of the uh, uh, promotional merch is there for you to peruse and and, uh, pick from. You don't have to get a t-shirt. You can get like a mug. Coffee or mugs, travel mugs. Yeah. Uh, I bought hoodies. my I bought my wife a laptop case. There you go. Um, she's quite happy with it. And again, I've said this before. Uh, T Public uh, has a, a no hassle guarantee. If you don't like the shirt for any reason, you let them know. They'll, they'll replace it. Uh, certainly, I found that out in a funny kind of way, as I now have three of the uh, Fandom Power uh, uh, Motu <laughs> shirts. Not because I was trying to get three shirts. I just wanted them to fix an error, and they they did, but it took them three times. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, some cool designs there. You may recognize some of them as uh, uh, some of these uh, pop culture-inspired designs. And, of course, for all of our Canadian fans, of course, we could not take a shot at, could not not take a shot at Tim Hortons. So. Yeah. Um, that one makes me giggle every time I see it. <laughs> so yeah, up to 35% off, uh, once again, June 7th to the 11th. And again, from the 22nd to the 25th, Subject all fandom power merch will be on sale up to 35% off. Yeah. So, uh, keep an eye on that. Any more for any more before we uh, sign off for tonight? No, I think that's all I got. Well, listen, everybody, I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who uh, tuned in uh, tonight and hung out with us on your uh, Tuesday night. There are always uh, a myriad of entertainment options out there. 
so the fact that you have chosen to spend your time with us, that means something. Um, cause we're not this big mega conglomerate. That's, uh, you know, got a bajillion advertising dollars to dip into. We're just a couple of guys that are, uh, doing it from the hip uh, a lot of times. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, one more. Oh, you do have one more. I don't have any slides or anything. Oh, sure. Sure. Uh, but, uh, Hasbro did reveal the next wave of legends. Okay. The build a figure is going to be the totally awesome Hulk. Amadeus oh, Cho. Amadeus Cho. That's cool. And the wave consists of, uh, from the upcoming Marvel's movie. Yep. Captain Marvel. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Monica Rambo and Kamala Khan. Oh, might have to get them. Yeah. Might have uh, to get them. It also includes another Iron Man, another Captain America, and two more that I cannot remember at the moment, but. Comic books. Comic books. Yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. If you're a fan of the totally awesome Hulk, he's finally getting a figure. Right on. Well, listen, I just want to say again, thank you to everybody who uh, shows up for this week in and week out. Uh, you are the lifeblood of the show. So uh, thank you so much for watching. Um, if you think that our show would appeal to anybody else, please uh, share the links. Uh, you can always catch us in the replay. I know it's not as fun uh, as when we do this live, but that that is part of our show. We do do all of our shows uh, live. They Pretty are. Much. They are uh, untested. <laughs> we don't do a rehearsal beforehand. We we write our notes and then we go. So uh, it is what it is. But if you're having a good time with us, I would totally appreciate that. Uh, you can always do all of the uh, social media and uh, YouTube stuff that's down there. You want to like and subscribe. Uh, that's certainly uh, uh, available to you. Certainly appreciate that. We do have a Patreon. I will admit that it's a little chaotic right now. Um, I'm looking to restructure the Patreon so that we can do more exclusive stuff to make that a little bit more inviting. Um, but if you sign up, you would be our second, possibly third patron as we only have one right now. Yep. <laughs> and he has been so loyal. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, thanks again, guys had a great time tonight. We'll see you on Sunday when we pick it up with our third uh, chapter of uh, Road to Ahsoka as we cover the next, what, two or three episodes uh, in uh, her life Essential journey. Playlist. Yeah, the Essentials list. Uh, and then we'll be back again uh, next Tuesday to do this all over again with a whole bunch of new stories uh, mm -hmm. to talk about and ask questions and laugh and rant and rave about. <laughs> but until then, everybody, for Fandom Power, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And uh, we will see you on the next one. Bye for now. Peace. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms. <laughs>